Welcome to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. Stay tuned for an analysis and conversation about the issues that matter most to you and your family. Here now with this week's edition of News in Focus is Chris Long. And welcome to this edition of News in Focus. We're glad that you've joined us. Well, we have uh, some very important information to share with you on this program. Many of you aware, of course, by now that President Trump's residence was raided by the FBI uh, last week. And, of course, there's been a lot of fallout from that and a lot of uh, response from Americans across the spectrum, political spectrum, quite honestly. Uh, It's an unprecedented act. It's never happened in our nation's history. In fact, uh, by one analyst, it's never happened in uh, the Western civilized nations. Uh, so we're going to get to that. We're going to talk with Congressman Bill Johnson from Ohio's 6th District. But I'd like to read for you a release that the Ohio Christian Alliance put out on Sunday night. The Ohio Christian Alliance statement concerning the FBI raid on former President Trump's residence. The Ohio Christian Alliance is shocked and dismayed at this unprecedented overreach by the Justice Department and the FBI. This raid on former President Trump's residence is alarming to many citizens of the United States. This has never happened before in our nation's history. It is a bell that is rung that cannot be unrung and has set a precedent that has led many Americans to ask, what is next? We are witnessing the political weaponizing of our federal agencies, creating an atmosphere of grave uncertainty about the future of our nation and of our civil liberties. We we call members of Congress to press the issue with the Democratic majority to hold hearings concerning the FBI raid on former President Trump's residence, as to what happened and why. We agree with Congressman Jim Jordan and Bill Johnson that the FBI Director Christopher Wray and U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland need to answer questions before the members of Congress. We're in uncharted waters at this point in our nation's history, and the Ohio Christian Alliance would ask all our followers to be watching and praying at this time. Let's uh, listen to a short clip by Congressman uh, Jim Jordan, as he was being interviewed by Laura Ingram on Fox News right after the raid took place. So we will be there all day Friday. I'll be in Thursday night. Merrick Garland, Chris Ray, come to the House Judiciary Committee this Friday and answer our questions about this action today, which has never happened in American history. What was on the warrant? What were you really doing? What were you looking for? Why not talk to President Trump and have him give the information you're after? This is unbelievable. And understand the history here. One year ago, it was the, the Merrick Garland using the Patriot Act against parents. One day ago, it was 87,000 agents in a bill the Democrats passed to go harass Americans from the IRS. And today we have the raid of a former president's home in America. So heck, we, we deserve answers now. And this Friday would be a good time. Jerry Nadler, call up Christopher Ray, call up Merrick Garland, bring him in front of the House Judiciary Committee so we can ask him the questions that the American people deserve answers to. And that was Congressman Jim Jordan referencing about having uh, Christopher Ray, the FBI director, and Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, come in to the committee last Friday, of course. Unfortunately, that did not happen by the Democratic majority. Uh, with us on the phone is Congressman Bill Johnson of Ohio's 6th District, and we're really pleased that our good friend has joined us at this uh, very important time. Congressman, welcome to the program. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Well, Congressman, you and I have been... Uh, and friends for a while. I remember when you were first running for Congress, and uh, of course we've worked on the D-Day Prayer Project together and, and other issues. This has to be shocking to you as uh, a veteran of our military, a member of Congress, a, a patriot. Uh, what are your thoughts about all this, the raid on F, uh, the FBI raid on former President Trump's residence in Mar-a-Lago? Well, it's, it, it's not only shocking. I, I'm, just, I'm just heartbroken. By this, you know, I served uh, our country in the United States Air Force for nearly 27 years. Uh, I'm I'm very familiar with the blood sacrifices that our our nation's uh, war heroes, our veterans, uh, go through every single day to protect our freedoms and liberties. And for for an agency like the D- uh, Department of Justice and the FBI to so flagrantly and casually disregard uh, uh, the longstanding uh, principles of, of separation of branches 
of, of our government is just beyond me. You said it. This is unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this in our nation before. And um, uh, I joined, as you well know, uh, Jim Jordan and uh, Mike Turner, another Ohioan that uh, is the ranking member on the Select Committee on Intelligence, in calling for uh, Attorney General Garland and Director Ray to immediately come and tell Congress why they've taken this unprecedented action and what rose, what did they what did they think was going to rise to a national security level that would warrant such an outrageous action? You know, a lot of folks that um, in our network are very, quite honestly, fearful right now of their government. And that's not a good place to be in as a nation. You know, it was uh, Stephen Crowder who was saying that it's okay to be afraid in his original statement. And I thought for a young man, a young conservative, who has uh, basically a following, I thought that was a very interesting expression to use, Congressman. It's okay to be afraid. And, uh, you know, that's not something that you and I are familiar with. We basically encourage people to be bold, to be, um, to be confident, uh, to not give in to the fears of the day. Yet when we see the Justice Department and the FBI raiding home after home of our former president, and it's sending a message to people and saying, uh, these, you know, you're, if you support them, you support the president, you're a criminal too. I mean, you know, well, the, I, message, the messaging here is frightening, and it's the Democratic left that's pushing this, politicizing, weaponizing our federal agencies to the level we've never seen before in this country. And so a lot of people are just really quiet right now, but cowering. I know that they are. Bill, as you know, I've, we're, I'm, I'm a grassroots leader. Uh, we represent faith interests. I talked to the, um, the New Yorker last week, obviously not a very... Uh, positive group when it comes to conservatives and social conservatives, and they were interviewing people in Ohio on a hit piece on social policy. But uh, that said, uh, the kind of interview I had with the fact checker, and I told her the kind of work we do representing the church and its interest, and she said, well, that makes sense. <laughs> it didn't sound very bigoted to her. It just, uh, And she said, well, do you see yourself as a majority? I said, no, we see ourselves as a mi- minority at this point because uh, the polling by Gallup that they've been conducting since 1938 shows that people that hold any kind of faith affiliation at all is fallen below 50% for the first time since they've been polling since 1938. So, you know, I think that caught her off guard. And at the same time, you know, I think that people in our ranks, they're seeing this kind of autocratic, uh, really kind of scare tactics by the FBI and the Justice Department, raid after raid of people that have supported President Trump, his attorneys, uh, and the kind of uh, police uh, military raids that they conduct on their houses when they can simply ask these people to come in with their attorneys. I mean, the due process process is if, obviously, if you don't come in, then a warrant is issued, right? That's what we've seen. Uh, you know, but this is not what they do. They don't tell these people, and they show up in the middle of the night or early morning and parade them out in their underwear and, and search their homes. And these are people of respect. These are people that have been attorneys with President Trump, those associated with him, those who have served in his cabinet. You know, Congressman, i got to tell you, it, to me, it's a leader. It's extremely disturbing. Well, it, it, is, it is disturbing, and I think every American has reason to be concerned. Uh, you look at what happened last week with the passage of uh, a spending bill that includes the, the funding, six times the normal annual funding, by the way, for the IRS to add another 87,000 federal agents to, uh, to the payroll in Washington, D.C. And what do we think those, uh, those 87,000 new federal agents are going to be doing? I guarantee you they're going to be looking into the to the finances of of middle class and uh, uh, everybody in in this country. Uh, we saw the IRS weaponized back during the Obama administration with Lois Lerner going after um, conservative organizations. We saw just we as, we were one of those organizations that applied for a C three status. We had one of the top. Uh, federal Election Commission attorneys in the 
nation that filed our paperwork. They said, we've never seen it take this long. They slow-walked our application. Eventually, it was approved, but they basically put us uh, on the back burner and slow-walked it like 13 months, and they said, we've never seen this happen before. So we were one of those. Yeah, and, and we've, seen, uh, we've, seen a, we've seen Attorney General Garland go after parents that, uh, that are exercising their freedom of speech uh, and, and their right to question school boards about the educating of their children. So the American people have every reason to be concerned about the overreach and the political bias that has infiltrated the Department of Justice and the FBI. This Thursday, we're going to find out uh, when, uh, when uh, Judge Reinhardt conducts his hearing, uh, maybe when we see this affidavit unsealed, and I can certainly understand why the Department of Justice would want to keep it sealed up, because they've been operating in the blind. They've been operating in the shadows now for quite some time, ever since Joe Biden came into office. So I'm not surprised they want to keep it sealed. I hope Judge Reinhardt will unseal that affidavit so we can begin to get to the bottom of this. But I call on on uh, uh, Attorney General uh, Garland and Director Ray, come and tell Congress what you've done, why you've done it, and let's set this matter right, and let's do it right now. Congressman Bill Johnson of Ohio's 6th District is with us on the phone right now, and thank you, Congressman, for taking time out between meetings. Uh, we know that you're on a short recess now and meeting with uh, constituents in the district. Uh, what are you hearing from the, the the constituents that you've met with so far on your recess? Uh, that have, have they discussed this issue with you? Have they brought it up? Oh, they are. They are absolutely outraged. They are absolutely outraged. Yes, they bring it up every day that I'm out in the district. Well, you know, a lot of us out here right now, uh, it's almost as if we're being shadow banned on Facebook. When we try to post articles, we know that it's put to the bottom of the feed. If I put out uh, the release that you, of the statement you made, and other Ohio congressmen, it's put on the bottom of the feed. We can tell that by how many views it's had. We have a membership page, and something that's not related to the subject has over 500 views. And if it's something like this, it has under 100 views. So we know that the social media uh, you know, demagogues are actually helping uh, with the deep state to actually uh, keep people from communicating about this issue because a lot of Americans do feel strongly, but we've not been able to communicate with each other about this, so we don't know how far that's gone. Uh, and I think it's great that you're meeting face-to-face with constituents. The small group meeting, I'm going to one tonight to hear from candidates uh, up here in Northeast Ohio, and I think that's the best way for people to communicate is congregate and talk among themselves and and do that old-fashioned uh, exercise in the American Republic and to, and to share your thoughts and to speak your mind, your thoughts. Absolutely, absolutely. Americans need to be engaged. Government of, for, and by the people. We can't just vote in November and expect elected officials to do it for us. We have to be engaged. We have to be going to school board meetings and, and town halls and and, and city council and county commissioner meetings. And, uh, and we need to be engaged at all levels. That's what our system is based on. It's not sitting on the sidelines. Well, thank you, Congressman. We thank you so much for taking time. God bless you, sir. We're going to be praying for you and, and keep up the fight and uh, for freedom and for liberty. We appreciate all that you do. All right. God bless you, my friend. Have a great day. Thank you, Congressman. Bill Johnson of Ohio's 6th District. And, of course, it is uh, slated that the Republicans will take back the House in November, but that's determined upon you and I getting out there and vote. Uh, I have a ballot, and I'm going to use it, and I'm going to express my, my thoughts. We want to go on with this program to continue to share with you what some other Americans have shared. And, in fact, that uh, email that we sent out on Sunday night is on our, e- uh, our webpage, and you can go there and read the email that we sent out. And it was titled, Here is what Americans are saying about the unprecedented FBI raid on former President Trump's residence. Let me read this uh, to you from Jim Jordan. The raid on Mar-a-Lago is one of the most frightening things I've ever seen in our country. 
They spied on his campaign with altered evidence back in 2016 and 2017. They impeached him once. They impeached him the second time. And now they've got the January 6th committee going full tilt against him, trying to keep him from running for office in 2024. And, oh, they said his private, uh, they raided his private residence. You've got to be kidding me. And this comes just one day after they said, we're going to unleash 87,000 IRS agents to come harass Republican small business owners. We know what that's all about. So that's the context. This is Congressman Jim Jordan speaking in a statement. He says, and a year ago, they said, we're going to use the Patriot Act against moms and dads who have the crazy idea that they should be able to speak up for the kids at school board meetings. So the next con uh, context, and we're supposed to say, oh, no, that is just fine. Give me a break. Everyone is nervous. But this is one of those most frightening things I've ever seen about our country, and that's why this is the first time it's ever happened because it's not supposed to happen. And that's Congressman Bill, uh, excuse me, Congressman Jim Jordan, in his statement. And I want to read to you from uh, this is from uh, Victor David Hansen. This is very powerful. This is a statement that historian and author Victor David Hansen said. This idea of a federal bureau of investigation, its record is too dangerous to democracy. Hansen said in an interview with Epoch TV's American Thoughts Leaders program following the raid on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort. He said this, The left also says democracy dies in darkness. Right now, at this point, the FBI is one of the great threats to democracy. It's a terrible thing to say, Hansen said, but he holds his position. The FBI, he says, intervenes in elections, lies under oath, and is a massive behemoth that is out of control. He goes on to say, the Justice Department must immediately explain the reason for its raid, and it must be more than a search for inconsequential archives, or it will be viewed as a political tactic and undermine any future credible investigation and legitimacy of January 6th investigation. This is what former Democratic Congresswoman and presidential candidate uh, uh, Tulsi Gilbert said. She said this, This is something that every American should be extremely concerned about because this raid is just the latest serious escalation of this disturbing trend that we've seen of blatant abuse of power by those in power to not only protect their friends, but to target their political opponents or, frankly, anyone who dares to dissent or challenge or disagree or even question what this administration is doing. And this is what Franklin Graham said about the raid. Thirty years ago, the FBI lost a lot of credibility over the unfortunate events that surrounded Ruby Ridge. Last night, as we watched the events that unfolded at Mar-a-Lago, I couldn't help but think that the FBI and DOJ are losing credibility and the trust of the American people again. I have no idea what was in former President Trump's safe, but if the government thought there was something there that belonged to them, they certainly could have asked him for it. What is happening is the politics is entering into the FBI and DOJ, and even the IRS should be concerned that there are plans to supercharge the IRS and hire 87,000 new agents, definitely. This is a step in weaponizing the IRS to act against people, organizations, and businesses who have a voice of dissent against the government agendas. It is an issue of freedom. As Americans, we are losing our freedoms. Our nation has become so corrupt politically and morally, we need to repent and turn from our sins and call on the name of God. This is what Franklin Graham stated in a statement concerning the FBI raid. Now I want to go to a segment from Tucker Carlson last night. Now listen very carefully to what Tucker Carlson said at the close of his first segment of his program last night about the FBI raid on former President Trump's home. Except this time, unfortunately, it could be a little different. Indicting Donald Trump is a very big step. Not simply because a lot of people like him and he's the former president, but because indicting him at this point would be to reveal that this entire thing, and by thing we mean our justice system, is just transparently political. It's just a means to an end, a means to power. And people know that at this point. They've watched it. They understand what's happening. Even people who don't like Donald Trump, even people who didn't vote for Donald Trump and don't want to vote for him 
in 2024. They know and they can't unknow. And that means that we are at this point on the edge of something unprecedented and something awful. You could feel it. Even Donald Trump feels it. Maybe for the first time in his life, Donald Trump seems sincerely interested in lowering the temperature, not just for his own sake, but for the country's. He said that. He's never said anything like that. Maybe he doesn't mean it. But when has he ever said that? Let's all calm down a little, he said the other day. This isn't good. Yeah, he's right. It's not good. And not just for him, for all of us. This could get very bad, very fast. And the Biden people know that perfectly well. They know what could happen if they continue down this path of using law enforcement to cling to power. But they don't care because they're facing a repudiation from voters and they're desperate and they'll do anything. But at what cost? Pray they pull back before it's too late. That was a really strong charge and warning by Tucker Carlson on his program last night. He was off for a week on vacation and came back, and that was the first time he had a chance to talk to his viewers about the FBI raid on former President Trump's residence last week. An unprecedented act, absolutely. I want to read to you from Sebastian Gorka, who served in the administration as a nationally syndicated radio host here on the Salem Network. He stated this. Gorka said the FBI is supposed to be apolitical and serve justice, but the raid by FBI on Mar-a-Lago authorized by the Biden administration against a political opponent shows that the FBI is too corrupt and not salvageable. We need transparency. We need to finish draining the swamp. And sadly, as someone, somebody who has trained 1,000 uh, FBI agents over the years before I joined the White House, it saddens me, saddens me to say, he says, the FBI has to be dismantled. Gorka said during a recent interview, the FBI has been corrupted beyond any salvageable change. Changing the director of the leadership on the seventh floor is not enough. You know, we tend to agree with that. We believe that the, there needs to be major reform at the FBI when Republicans get control of Congress come January. They need to hold hearings, and they have the purse strings. They can begin cutting funding to the FBI. And we ask that you all, at this time, pray earnestly for our country. Uh, the Bible says that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And that's where we're at right now. We need to be discerning the times, and we need to be in prayer. To learn more about the Ohio Christian Alliance and the public policy positions that we review and bring you news on, you can visit our website at ohioca.org or just search Ohio Christian Alliance. If you'd like to read the complete email that we put out of what Americans are saying about the FBI raid on President Trump's residence, it's on our website at the top, recent emails at ohioca.org. Thanks for listening. Almighty God, our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor, a struggle to preserve our republic, our religion, and our civilization, and to set free a suffering humanity. And the soldiers who stormed the beaches of Normandy and the Allied liberation of Europe, on D-Day, all those warriors set out on their mission President Franklin Delano Roosevelt led our nation in prayer. The D-Day Prayer Project is an effort to add FDR's D-Day Prayer in its entirety at the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C. This wonderful historical presidential prayer will be a lasting tribute to our World War II veterans. If you'd like to make a contribution towards the effort of adding this prayer to the memorial, go to the website at ddayprayerproject.org. That's ddayprayerproject.org. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helps shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. 
The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Will my kids like this dentist? Can I trust this mechanic? Who's a good choice for my upcoming remodel? I found businesses I can trust from TrustBlueReview.com. This company rebuilt our deck and renovated our bathroom. I'd highly recommend them to anyone looking to hire an honest contractor. The best dentist experience I've ever had. It's now easy to find trusted businesses in my community that have the same Christian values as my family. It all starts at TrustBlueReview.com or download their app in the App Store today. The trusted source for all you do. Trust Blue the following is a previously aired broadcast. And welcome back. And on this part of the program, we're going to be talking about training next generation's conservative leaders. And I'm so delighted to have our next guest on the program. It's Adam Josephek, who leads the Forge Leadership Institute. And we're going to learn about this great organization that just wrapped up a session at the Ohio State House teaching the next generation about public policy. Let me read you a little bit from their website. Leadership Summit, the Forge Leadership Summit, is a five-day intensive experience filled with dynamic trainings, professional development, and renowned speakers. Accepted students represent talented conservative students and young professionals ages 18 to 25 from across America wanting to engage in politics, culture, and business. The Forge Leadership Summit is the first step in the Forge process. And with me on the phone is the director of the Forge Leadership Network, Adam Josephek. Adam, welcome to the program. Hey, Chris. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate the opportunity to share with folks the exciting, uh, the exciting work going on with young conservatives in Ohio and our nation. Well, you're doing a great work, and actually, uh, some of your graduates are actually serving in the Ohio State House right now as state representatives. So you've been doing this for a while, and uh, folks have already entered into uh, workforce. They've worked. They've entered into public policy, uh, actually into government roles uh, that have graduated from your leadership network. And this has been a great teaching tool for young conservatives going forward. It's a way to prepare these young people uh, to be the next generation of leaders. So let's, uh, let's do a couple things. So tell us about how Forge Leadership Network got started. When was the start date for this great organization? No, thanks, Chris. Forge started in 2015. In 2015, in, in July of 2015, we had our first ever Forge Leadership Summit where uh, young conservatives come together across Ohio, from across Ohio and across the nation in order to receive that training in timeless principles, uh, practical skills workshops, as well as then a simulated version of the campaign and legislative process. So uh, for the last seven years now, you've been doing the Leadership Summit and uh, Forge Institute. So... um, Give us an idea of the type of student that you recruit, and actually, students apply for this work uh, to actually be part of the summit and part of the training. How do they go about doing that? How do you get young people to uh, apply for uh, the summit and the institute? Yeah, that's, that's that's right. That's a great question. We have last week. So last week, for example, at the eighth annual Forge Leadership Summit, we trained a, a record number of ninety. Uh, young Ohioans and, and young Americans um, in Columbus, uh, including at the Ohio State House and at a, a conference center nearby. Um, and, and those 90 found us, uh, many through a direct referral uh, from alumni or someone of influence in their life who recommended them to us uh, for this program. About 20% of them uh, found us from social media advertising and marketing and other things, but, but many of them found us because they're a Congress member, they're state representative their uh, aunt or uncle, their college professor, uh, or, or someone, their internship director, someone in their life knew about Forge, uh, knew the quality of the investment that Forge would have in their life and in the conservative movement uh, as a result, and, and recommended them for our program. So they applied online, 
and, and we got to know them a little bit and uh, through that and, 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 and selected uh, those 90 uh, who attended uh, and learned those timeless principles, learned practical skills like interviewing, networking, public speaking, resume coaching, and, and more, and took part in these, these experiences on the, the state house, uh, this mock government experience, uh, and more. And of these 90, uh, we will choose in the next two weeks, we will choose about 40 or 45 of them, the top half, who will make a year-long mentorship intensive. So this is the Forge Mentorship Academy, and that is a year-long investment. It's really a year-long on-ramp into the conservative movement. So it's not a gap year. So they're back at their school or back at their job. These are 18 and 25-year-olds. So many are in college, many are already in the workforce, or uh, or for, for went in college in order to go right in the workforce. But they are back at their school or their job, but they are connected digitally for that year, hearing from uh, hearing monthly from leaders in the conservative movement, uh, gathering together twice that year, reuniting twice that year, once in Israel for 10 days in order to see America's role in the world for policy, uh, as well as discover the biblical roots of their faith and walk in the footsteps of the disciples, the patriarchs, and, and, and Jesus himself, as well as then six months later, they will gather in Washington, D.C. One year after they have met at the Ohio State House, they will gather in Washington, D.C. to understand, to better understand national uh, politics and policy, uh, better uh, come face to face with the movers and the shakers in our conservative movement nationally and 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 more. So it's a, it's a year filled with incredible experiences. It's also a year in which they are paired with a mentor, someone like yourself who's doing what they want to be doing in 10, 20 years. The principal conservative um, and and is excellent at what they do, whether that's in business, law, the marketplace, uh, politics, or uh, even we've even had young people who are aspiring to run engineering firms or uh, to run their family farm. So, so it's a it's been an incredible few years that that's kind of their journey through Forge for a young person. Here's what some of the uh, renowned people are saying. G- Congressman Jim Jordan said this, I'm proud to support the work uh, that Forge Leadership Network is doing to identify, train, and equip our state's best young conservatives. Together we can empower the next generation of Ohio's conservative leadership to begin restoring our state and nation. This is what Congressman uh, Johnson said about it. I'm excuse me, uh, Congressman Jordan. Also, uh, Tim Throckmorton of the National, uh, actually, is with Family Research Council. This is what uh, Pastor Throckmorton said. The incredible importance of Forge uh, Leadership Network simply cannot be stated loudly enough. He says, um, the future of faith, family, and religious freedom uh, will shape in by what the next generation at, at this organization uh, will influence. So these are just what some of the leaders are saying about the tremendous work that you do at Forge Leadership Network. Now, as you stated just recently, you had the um, event at, at the Ohio State House. I'm looking at some of the pictures, actually. In fact, I'm seeing these young people that are actually sitting in the uh, Ohio General Assembly. Uh, they're on recess right now, and so you've uh, gotten clearance to be able to go in and take them in as to how uh, it would actually work for them to do a kind of a mock-up session of what it would be like uh, to be a state legislator. I think that's a great thing. In fact, I'm, I'm watching them sit. You know, I've worked in public <laughs> policy myself for uh, over uh, 20 years and have been involved a quarter century. I've never sat in one of those desks uh and uh, it's great to see the young people being able to do that. Explain to us, walk through uh, what that was like with the uh, uh, summit that you had that you just wrapped up with the 90. Yeah, those, 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 those 90 spent uh, a week in Columbus, Ohio, and about a third of them, a third of them are about 40% are from Ohio. Uh, another third are from the rest of what I'd call Big Ten country for your football fans and <laughs> college sports fans out there from the rest of the Midwest, neighboring states. And then uh, the remaining 20% are from all over the country. We had California, Texas, Florida, uh, Arizona, and, and, and even Maine represented uh, by students this year. Um, but uh, it, it's a great combination of, of they're hearing from fantastic speakers. They heard from Vivek Ramaswamy, author of New York Times bestseller, Woke Inc., about about this whole kind of woke industrial complex, for lack of a better term, and, and corporate culture. They heard from um, legendary uh, legendary American spy Jim Olson, who just retired from Texas A&M after after teaching, after spending a, a lifetime he and his wife serving in our clandestine operations and, and being people of faith and 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 and, and serving our country, uh, perhaps the most now well known 
uh, spy in the, in the, the, the Cold War era. Uh, and they heard from other speakers in limited government. They heard from Petrina Mosley about the, the, the pro-life movement now that, uh, praise God, now that Roe is, has been overturned and, and, and what the next strategy is there. They heard from uh, people like Joseph Ackholm from Family Research Council on how to engage culture in a way that honors the gospel, in a way that is effective. Uh, and, and so, so they, they heard on, from speakers on limited government, ethics of life, economic freedom, uh, family, what, what some might call family and life issues, uh, and, and more. Uh, and they did a bunch of skills workshops in order to really uh, level up their, their abilities uh, and more in, in media training and, and, and more. And then, yeah, we've been so blessed to, have, to be able to use the Statehouse. Uh, Forge is a 501c3 educational nonprofit. We're not political. We're not, we don't lobby. We are, we are raising up these young people who want to go into uh, that public square and impact policy and culture. So as a result, the, the Statehouse has been very generous to us and, and to younger student groups as well. Um, high schoolers and even younger than that who are who are doing kind of mock legislative sessions in order to kind of get the full experience and the full feel of that. And and we have had uh, real estate representatives come in and coach the students as they're in their mock committees and as they have their mock uh, floor session on the House chamber, um, as they are trying to convince their colleagues, their fellow students, to pass the the the, the bills that they have drafted uh, coming into the week. Uh, you know, mock or, or sample legislation. So it's a it's a lot like boys' state or girls' state. If any of your listeners are familiar with uh, those programs in, in public schools in Ohio, what I like is it's not just about those going into public policy or into uh, uh, running for office, but also That's going right. into various professions. You mentioned farming or those going into business. I think that's great because we need leaders in every conservative leaders in every level of our um, culture right now. And as you stated, uh, really, we see Wall Street has gone woke. I mean, you know, there was Occupy Wall Street a few Definitely. years ago. They don't have to w- occupy Wall Street. They've taken it over. Uh, Wall Street's been taken over by the woke uh, world. And um, it, it, young conservatives find themselves, even in the own, their own uh, uh, climates for their own businesses and, and employment, they're finding themselves at a very difficult position because the corporation is pushing an LGBTQ, uh, very liberal agenda at war at the workplace, and young conservatives find themselves in a very uh, adverse environment. So I think what you're doing, Adam, is tremendous, preparing these young people for what they're going to face and actually to become tomorrow's leaders. Let me read what Michael Ferris, the CEO of Alliance Defending Freedom, says about the uh, great work of Forge Leadership Network. He says, if we truly value our freedom as Americans, we must equip the next generation to fight for that freedom. Forge Leadership Network has stepped into the much-needed role of identifying and mentoring young conservative leaders. It's an honor to support their mission and work. Um, You have a lot of folks that uh, are leaders in their own right that recognize the importance and need to raise up the next generation of conservative leaders. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a very, very kind quote. These are are so generous. Reminding me just just how, how much We've been the recipients of incredible generosity. And how many people in the conservative movement and the, and the Christian uh, movements in America really have a passion for paying it forward and investing in young people and, and even what, uh, what, what Christians would, would call discipleship, right? Really, friendship with a vision. How do you pour into the next generation so that they, they learn uh, you know, what is true and, and, and how to you know, understand the times and what to do, right, as the men of Issac are? Uh, as was said of them. But we, we have been so blessed by Michael Ferris and Jim Jordan and, and, and Tim Throckmorton, so many. Uh, and, and yeah, our, our big you know, premise, my, my, my co-founder, Justin Powell, and I, when we started Forge in 2015, it was, it was out of a desire. We were in our, our mid-20s, and we'd been involved in, in, in uh, conservative policy efforts in politics in Ohio and local campaigns, and we were kind of neck deep in state politics. And what we learned was, was, was that basically there, there was a real need for a farm team, to use a baseball term, you know, that in Major League Baseball, your, your Major League teams, as we sadly know in Cincinnati, <laughs> are only as good as their minor league talent development arm. Uh, and basically, we needed a pipeline in order to replenish, improve, and expand the ranks of the conservative movement in Ohio and other states. That really didn't exist, right? So we needed a way to cultivate young talent and plug that young talent, deploy that young talent into principled, faithful, young conservatives into the, the positions and the organizations 
that, that we're leading the way uh, in our states and how, to, how do we you know, cross-generationally connect them with the leaders who have gone before them, who share their principles uh, and who want somebody to come behind to carry the torch and to, to, to lead with them and to serve faithfully and well. So basically, uh, we thought there were a lot of great national trainings, but they were in conferences, but they were really a, either a one-off conference or a one-off training. And that's great. But there was no long-term follow-up. The other thing is we saw lots of young people who want to change the world, right? They're young, they're not cynical yet, and they want to change the world, but they get involved uh, in politics in Ohio or nationally, and they get burned out, disillusioned, or, or frankly, compromised. Uh, they, they would have you know, traded in their convictions for um, you know, the fast track, and we tried to figure out why. And, and some of the things we realized was that a lot of times they get connected with folks who are both they, – they would get connected with folks who were really good at politics but not – uh, did not have that integrity or, or, or were not principled conservatives and were just kind of in it for the game. Uh, or they'd get connected uh, to folks who maybe have the best of intentions and, and wonderful convictions, but maybe weren't the most strategic uh, you know, leaders in our, our state or nation. So then they'd, they would kind of just get discouraged that maybe they couldn't have that much of an impact. And we knew that wasn't true. So anyway, we, we started Forge in order to both uh, raise up the next generation of conservative leaders and in the process, uh, provide a farm team, provide a talent pipeline line for the conservative movement in the state. We're talking with Adam Josephek. He is the uh, co-founder uh, and president of Forge Network, Leadership Network. A- Adam, as I'm thinking about that, is you're really laying the groundwork within these young people to be the next statesman of the next generation. It's so important to have that integrity and have that faith and value that you carry with you into your work, whether it's in public policy, whether it's in business, whether it's uh, in some other uh, chosen occupation. It's so important to have these leaders of tomorrow be men and women of conviction. Let's talk a little bit about your staff, because uh, you really go uh, uh, 724. Your uh, 365 days a year is Forge Leadership Network. <laughs> this right. isn't just... This isn't just one, um, you know, one summer session. You're doing this year round, and this work takes a lot of cultivation. And you have a team that's working with us, uh, with you. Tell us a little bit about your uh, staff. Yeah, we have a, uh, we have a wonderful staff of, of folks who who have personally been invested in in the mission and vision of Forge to mentor, train, and connect the next generation of, of faithful conservative leaders. And 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 they work tirelessly to to put on incredible events like the the, the Forge Summit last week. Um, with these 90 students, we had we had an organization that came in to visit us, and 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 and, and they said we have never in 30 years uh, we have never uh, seen an organization do an event like this on 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 the lean budget that you guys that you guys do this with. So we we took that as a compliment. Uh, but uh, but we we my our staff is, is wonderfully innovative in that. But we yeah we're pouring into these students year round. So what we're doing when we don't have the major event in the for the Forge Summit in Columbus and the Forge DC program and the Forge Israel program and the alumni reunion, what we're doing the rest of the year is helping them break down the doors for internships and jobs, the best internships and jobs in, in the conservative movement, helping them, uh, you know, uh, get hired by, by people like, you know, Jim Jordan and Family Research Council and Heritage Foundation and Alliance Defending Freedom and others, helping them, uh, you know, get, uh, get interviewed and, 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 and become legislative aides in the state house, right? Be basically becoming the chief of staff, the one staff person that every state representative in Ohio has. Uh, there are more and more Forge grads in that position. So, so it's constantly uh, both a mentorship uh, and a training, but also really career services. And, and we are, I, 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 tease, I tease them because they're too young for this reference, Chris. I'm 33 and I, I love this movie, but I guess it's lost on, on Gen Z. But I say, you know, let us be your Jerry Maguire, <laughs> right? We will... We will help be your agent, right, to open opportunities because the, the conservative movement needs well-vetted, principled young people. Uh, and, and if they can trust that these young people have been through Forge, and if they have that Forge you know, vetting on them, and then what young people need is, like we were saying earlier, is, is these young conservatives need uh, folks that they can work for who they can trust, you know, their intentions and their motives and also their, their, their you know, strategic skill. And so... We are trying to bridge that gap for the conservative movement, especially in Ohio, but but throughout our country, to be able to connect the people who are wonderful mentors uh, and who are wonderful practitioners with the young people who want to be like them and want to have the impact like them in, in 20 years. That has been some some of the joy that I've had personally as uh, you know president of the Ohio Christian Alliance over the years is being able to have interns during uh, the summer during a campaign and then being able to. 
uh, help these folks to uh, when they say, well, I'd like you to write an endorsement for me uh, for uh, this employment position that I'm I'm uh, right. seeking. And it's great to be able to do that or steer them towards, uh, you know, a direction maybe in Washington with a position or, like you say, with a congressman or state representative where they can serve, and it's great to see them go on. Let's talk about the Mentorship Academy. Tell us about that. What I'm reading here is the Forge Mentorship Academy is a year-long program offering experimental um, learning in national and international politics. Tell us about that. That's right. The Forge Mentorship Academy is is really the the heart of it all, to steal a phrase from our state. the, the 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 Forge Leadership Academy is a year long investment in in the standout attendees of the annual Forge Leadership Summit. So, like I said, we had ninety last week that we trained. Out of that, forty or fifty will be chosen for this mentorship program. And this mentorship program is it's not a gap year, so they are uh, back at their school or their job, but they are to, together digitally. They are going through. Uh, it's a combination of a curriculum, connections. Uh, which is one of those is a hand-picked mentor that they're paired with for six months, other connections or jobs and internships. So it's curriculum, uh, connections, and then it's these uh, incredible uh, experiences that they share uh, together in uh, Israel and D.C. So it's, it's, a, it's a year-long on-ramp into the conservative movement. They, have, they will have experienced both national and international policy uh, to go on top of the state policy that they've learned at the Ohio, in Ohio. Um, and uh, they have developed the greatest friendships of their lives. So, so Chris, uh, our alumni leave that year-long mentorship program and graduate from that year-long mentorship program, uh, testifying to four to four main outcomes. Those four main outcomes are that they feel equipped to enter the fray of public life. Uh, they have professional clarity or acceleration in in their chosen profession, or that they've uh, that God has used that year to help them to help them clarify what they want to be pursuing, um, and that they've got the, the, the incredible friendships. These are the friendships needed to navigate the public square and public life faithfully and well. These are friendships that are marked by accountability, uh, by, by conviction, by uh, encouragement, and, 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 and more, uh, band of brothers and sisters, right? And then also that they have deepening faith or a newfound you know, faith and identity in, in Christ. And so uh, that year is incredible. Uh, they, they both have incredible experiences. They build life-changing relationships. And it's through that year that they are understanding what it means uh, through our curriculum, uh, what it means to be both a, a citizen of heaven and a citizen of America, and the responsibilities and the identity that comes with that. Uh, and so that, that curriculum is taught each year uh, by Dr. Monty Lobb, who I know is a friend of both of ours, um, from Ohio Christian University, who was former Assistant Secretary of State under Ken Blackwell. So, so they're learning from luminaries across our state and nation and uh, in having once-in-a-life experiences uh, like the one in Israel. Again, that is forgeleadership.org. Visit the website at forgeleadership.org, and maybe you have a young person that would like to apply for the summit and to get involved with the Forge Leadership team. And you can find out more information also by phoning them at 800 481 5024. Again, that's 800-481-5024. And again, that's forgeleadership.org. Adam, uh, we just have a few minutes left as we're talking about this. Um, So you just concluded with that. And one of the questions I had, uh, when they go to Israel, do they have a chance to meet with Knesset members there in Israel as part of that foreign experience? Sometimes they do, in fact. Yeah, they, they hear from archaeologists and diplomats and, and, and ballistics experts and rabbis and journalists and, 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 and you know, pastors and, and even even folks who have been on different sides of the Israeli-Palestinian discussions and, and diplomacy. And it's, it's incredible. Our, our, this was all done thanks to Passages Israel, which is an organization that takes hundreds, even thousands of Christian college students to Israel each year in order to help them come face-to-face with uh, the modern-day Israel, as well as discover the biblical roots of their faith, uh, which is a credible program. We have an incredible partnership with them. They are dear friends. Many of our alumni have gone on to, to do fellowships with them, even work for them, uh, and, and more. But, uh, yeah, but it's tremendous. That, 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 the, the access they have to leaders there is incredible. That's awesome. 
Um, Adam, give us the information again, how yeah. um, parents and young people can apply and get more information from Lord, uh, Forge Leadership uh, Network. That's right. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Chris. If you're listening, you can go to forgeleadership.org, F-O-R-G-E leadership.org, in order to apply, in order to recommend a student, in order to get involved. And you can follow us on social media. Any of your favorite social media uh, platforms, our, uh, our handle is at Forge Leadership. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Adam. Uh, this is great work that you do, and uh, we're going to be sending some young people your way for the next summit, and also through the uh, mentorship that you do. You're doing a great job, and I know it's uh, just growing each year, and I'm so glad uh, you know that uh, you're here in the Buckeye State, but you are nationally on this project, and it's so needed right now uh, because of everything that is besetting our young people. They're being besieged on every level in schools and public school. And it's great to see a strong conservative network like the Forge Leadership Network really helping mentor tomorrow's young leaders that will take uh, the stage uh, when many of us will be in our senior years. It will be good to know that there is groups like Forge Leadership and yourself and the team that are helping mentoring these young people. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Thanks, Chris. It was a a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. God bless. And again, that's ForgeLeadershipNetwork.org, and uh, you can phone them at 800-481-5024. If you missed any of today's program, you can hear it in its entirety at our website at OhioCA.org. Thanks. You have been listening to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. To learn more about the issues that matter most to you and your family, visit online at OhioCA.org. That's OhioCA.org. Thank you for listening. This program is sponsored by the Ohio Christian Alliance of Akron, Ohio.